When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. Today is episode five. We really don't have a main topic as we have in the past four, but we have a good spread. We have three things to get into. I'm going to start off nice and easy. Um, Something I wanted to do today was go into something that I've seen, experienced, heard, or maybe saw on like Twitter, something that was positive, made me smile a little bit, or it kind of just took me back. I actually have two things to talk about. So the first thing was today I got my coffee. I usually have started doing before work. Um, I go and get my coffee, go to McDonald's. I don't know. I like their coffee. So I went there and I went there yesterday. And it was actually like every time I get my coffee, the one in Iowa City, it's a really good experience for some reason. I don't know what it is. But today um, went through, paid for the coffee, got to the second window. And the lady that was working, she just had a really good attitude um, she had a smile and she was joking around with me and she's like, Oh, is this all you want? You don't want a Big Mac or anything? Just kind of giving me crap for it. And I thought it, I don't know, it just made me drive away and like boosted my mood. So the thing that I just took away from that, not only the fact that it made me happy, but maybe, you know, things just having a good attitude, no matter what you're doing, even if you're at work and you're not having a great day. Um, cause I just drove off and I had a really good day and, and that kind of boosted my mood up. So that, what I took away from that is that, you know, you can boost people's moods just by having a good attitude. And she's just literally just giving me a coffee out the window and just her having a good attitude and joking around was like a really nice thing today. So that was my first one. And then the second one was last night I was scrolling through Twitter and I came across Johnny Carter, Carver, excuse me, Johnny Carver on Twitter. And he had this thread um, and it was the thread was like the tweets were from last night, but. He said that in October 2017, um, it was his first semester in law school, and he was diagnosed with a disease that only affects two to three people per million a year. So think about those odds, two to three people per million every year, and he got diagnosed with this disease. Um, The doctors actually only told him, the doctors told him he only had a couple months to live, and he's in law school. Um, so not only is law school hard enough and stressful enough, but he's diagnosed with this terrible disease. Um, he said that it's really terrible symptoms, anxiety, depression, even short-term memory loss, insomnia. So really brutal stuff. Um, during law school, he said he would have multiple trips to the ER. Um, he was told that he should probably not take the tests, the law tests, and keep going through school because of health reasons, but he didn't want to. He wanted to keep persevering. Um, he says that he's now at full strength, his mind, um, even though that he still has the disease, I'm assuming, but he's, his mind is at full strength. He's working, he actually wrote a book and he's working on a second book and he's going to, he's still in law school. It made me realize, cause he, he said at the end, he wants to inspire and, um, he hopes that this story can ex- inspire and it, that's exactly what it did to me. I saw it. I made sure to tell him that I thought it was a really inspiring story. And it just made me realize not only how strong humans are, 
um, but how strong the mind is. Think about law school itself is super stressful. I mean, I've never done it, but from what I've heard and, and can imagine, super stressful, um, challenging. And then on top of that, you're diagnosed with the disease. Not only the odds are so far against getting it, two out of three per million, but to go through all that stuff, anxiety, multiple trips to the, the ER during law school, and then to persevere, get really good grades because he said he had a good GPA. He wants to keep working to outwork his peers in the, in the classroom. Um, and I don't know, I was just really inspired by this story and I wanted to share it with you guys because it made me realize that um, the first thing I took away was it with that, okay, my problems aren't that bad if someone like Johnny can go through this and continue to make it not only not only did he make it past the the doctor's thing only in months to live he's going through law school writing books like this that was just some super crazy stuff that i wanted to share so i thought that was really cool um but we're eight days into january today's january 8th when this comes out it'll be january 9th one thing that i wanted to talk about was new year's resolutions and how do you get them done so some people don't have resolutions. Some people just keep rolling. Some people make resolutions. If you're me, you make resolutions. I haven't followed through in like the last three years. It's I've had the same one for four years, and it's been I want to keep reading more because I think that reading is a super under underrated skill, and I think that it's really – maybe not even underrated, but it's a really good thing to do, and I want to read more this year. Um, I got to stay accountable with that and working on my mental and emotional health and physical as well, but uh, – Mental and emotional health this year for me is going to be a big one because 2018 was super hard in that area. Um, and trying to get back on track on my own for that is going to be huge for me. But one thing I just wanted to know, not really know, but I, ha- I had this thought the other day that if you – I view the new year this way. So for me, if you have a bad year like me in 2018, 2019, January 1st was a refreshing moment for me. It was kind of a restart. Um but I said this on Twitter. I had a tweet and I said, if you like, let's say 2017 and 2018 were really good. Don't, I wouldn't even look at 2019, January 1st as really like, try not to even look at it as a new year. Really. That's what I would do. If I had a good year, like even if 2018, the last part of 2018, like the last week was really good. I would just keep that good energy rolling into 2019 and maybe you don't even need to make a resolution. So, um, but I was just like curious how people, are able to stay consistent with their resolutions. I guess it wasn't really a New Year's resolution, but when I started this podcast, I really wanted to stay consistent. And I think just getting, once I got over the first two, three episodes, and I was able to be like, okay, I can do this once a week, then it really helped me out. So I think if I can just get reading once a week and take some time out, I think that I can I can get that part done. But I was just kind of wondering how you guys looked at New Year's. Um, because sometimes I think that if you're on a positive roll, just keep it rolling right into the, the next year. Don't even look at it like the start of the calendar year. Just look at it more as like your timeline and just keep that rolling. But um, one thing one thing that was interesting uh, recently, I talked to my friend Bailey. I talked to Bailey Shipman about um, we're in the car. We're going to Dixon for something. And I, I don't know what happened, but I just thought of this question. And I said, Bailey, what was – if you had to like – you can only teach your kids three things. What would those be? And I, just, I don't know. I found it super interesting. And I wanted to talk more on here um, because parents want to teach your kids a lot. But if you had to narrow it down to three, 
because like if you think about it, I mean, I'm I've obviously never been a parent, but um, growing up, like I'm assuming that when you have kids, there's a lot that you want to teach them, and I could see like I bet a lot of it just comes naturally, and you're like, you know, maybe experiences come up, and you're like, oh well, this could be a learning moment, and I can teach them like morals of my own. And obviously, when you're a kid, you take a lot of the morals and values that your parents have, and you take the ones that you really like. And maybe you don't even think about it until you're older. Um, but I asked him, what, like, if you had to pick only three things, and I I don't want to get his wrong, so I'm not even going to – I think I know what his were, but I don't want to get him wrong, so I'm not going to say him. But for me, in no order, I broke it down into love, empathy, and respect. And I think Bailey had love – I know he had love for sure – and he had loyalty and respect. Those are the three, and I'm 100% sure on that. It was love, respect, and loyalty. And it was really interesting just to hear his answers, first of all. Um, we both had love in ours and then respect. And he differed for me. I had empathy. He had loyalty. But I thought loyalty was a really good one. And maybe love and empathy kind of go hand in hand. Um, but just to be able to love other people and love yourself and value l- the idea of love and I think love kind of gets um, misinterpreted and it has to be someone else or that it can only be maybe your family or like a significant other, but you can love many things. And I think that love is a super underrated um, value to have in life. Empathy is a huge thing um, for me, just being empathetic for other people, trying to walk in their shoes and think about maybe why they're doing the things that they are. And respect is obviously just a huge one. I really hope that I can teach my kids the idea of respect, how to give respect, and how, more importantly, honestly, in my mind, how to know that you are deserve the right to be respected as well. You give out respect, but don't don't take disrespect. And when I say that, obviously don't mean just start start fights because you get disrespected. There's more to it than that. But I mean, just hold yourself to a high level of respect. You know, know that you should be respected. Everyone should be respected for who they are. Um, But yeah, it was, I don't know, it was just an interesting thing that me and Bailey were talking about. And I thought it was just kind of an interesting thing to kind of dive into and and talk about. So um, maybe love, empathy, and respect would definitely be mine. But um Thank you guys again for the continued support. Um, it's it's seriously been amazing, and every week I'm I'm appreciating this thing more, and and I'm looking at how it's growing, and behind the scenes how it's growing. Um, I really can't thank you guys enough. Um, it's been it's been amazing, and this is only episode five, um, but just continue to think about interesting things. If you have interesting things that you would want to hear about, just let me know. I'm always open to ideas. Um, don't forget to, um, share it. Just talk about it. If you want to talk about any episode with me, I'm, I'm happy to chat. Um, if you, if you listen to it on iTunes, give it a review. If you haven't, it means a lot to me. Um, and like always, you know, be kind, be positive, be yourself. Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.